Well, Happy New Year, everyone, and welcome to episode five of the Yonder podcast on Thursday, the 16th of January, 2020, with myself, Peter Jones. The last few months of uh, 2019 were certainly hectic for us uh, here at Yonder, and it would seem pretty much everyone I spoke to in the industry was uh, in the same position. So I think that's what they call a great problem to have. Um, I was able to get a hold of Simon Allen of Infrastructure Masons uh, during some downtime at DCD in Dallas in October last year. We talked about all things data center, got some of Simon's unique insights into the future of our industry, our workforce, and you know maybe some technical innovations that might be on the horizon. Um, upcoming is uh, the Pacific Telecoms Conference. Myself, um, Peter Jones, and my colleague Chris Mann are going to be there, so please do give us a shout if you're around. We're going to be aiming to uh, deliver some podcast and LinkedIn updates and share some of the insights that are coming out of that conference. So I'll talk to you all soon, but for now I'll leave you with the chat that Simon and I had in October last year at DCD Dallas. The Yonder Podcast. Okay, so I'm pleased to be joined by Simon Allen of Infrastructure Masons. We're here today um, debriefing one another about the goings-on in uh, data center dynamics uh, in Dallas. We're in, in the Fairmont Hotel. And so, so Simon, tell us what, what tell us your, your name and, and, and who you're with. Well, Peter, thank you very much for inviting me to the interview. It's nice to see you as always. And it's been a good show, I think. Yeah. I, I always enjoy DCDs, but I think Dallas is one of my favorites because um, uh, it's not just data center people. There's a lot of kind of networking and commerce yeah. people in Dallas. And you just get a different mix of people, which makes uh, a nice change. Um, yeah, my name is Simon Allen. Uh, I'm one of two exec directors of the Infrastructure Masons. Um, we're a, a global non-profit association, professional association of individuals. Gotcha. I'd say one thing that's unique about the iMasons is we are individuals. Whenever we meet, we leave our companies at the door and we discuss and address the, the challenges and issues facing the industry yeah. as we continue to grow. Gotcha. Um, uh, forecast for growth, uh, some people say it could double in the next two or three years. Right. Some people say it could go X10. And people now talk about X100. Okay. So, Presumably that's Dean. <laughs> well, he's more of an X1000 person. <laughs> yeah, there we go. And um, so, so give us a better feel for what, 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 are the, what are the activities? I mean, Infrastructure Masons is, is a fairly, uh, you know, um, is a name which doesn't give a, a huge amount of hints as to what the real activities are. So maybe give us a better feel for, for what the organization is set up to do and what your primary activities are. Sure. Well, um, in the... Renaissance age, there were a lot of Freemasons, and the um, society then was based on physical infrastructure. Yeah. These days, we live in a digital age, and everything's built on digital infrastructure. Yeah. So that's where the name came from, Infrastructure Masons. Yeah, yeah, okay. Do uh, you have a secret handshake? Um, we don't. Not yet? No, no. <laughs> it, it's crossed our minds. Yeah, good stuff. It was founded in uh, 2016, so it's still quite a, a, a young organization. Mm. We've got about two and a half thousand people active in our masons. That's growing quite quickly. We get about fifty to sixty new members a month. Jeez, okay. Uh, which is pretty good. Uh, it was founded um, on the west coast of the US. Yeah, understandably. 
And I'd, I'd still say about 75% of our members are, are US-based. Yeah. Uh, but we're growing in Europe. Uh, we're expanding with local chapters. We've got local chapters in Italy, Spain, Nordics, Dubai, France, uh, Africa next month, November. Yeah. And Australia in March. So it's expanding with these local chapters that have been proven quite successful. So really is a, glo- a global organization in practice, not just in talk, as in, because, well, I mean, most of the time I meet you, you're, you're away from home facilitating <laughs> a, lot, a, lot, a lot of these kind of things. So it's, the, I mean, these, these global chapters are, are, are actually happening. People are getting together. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, we just signed an agreement, uh, a partnership in China. So you'll be seeing more activity mm. in China quite soon. But yeah, it, it's growing. And, um, People just enjoy having this platform where people can come together, meet the peers, and leave the company at the door. Yeah, and I suppose that was my experience recently, the one you only get involved with 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 high masons. But I suppose, so what what is roughly the the, the, the demographic? What, what what sorts of folk are, are are members? I mean, presumably it's people in, uh, in supply chain community, end users. I mean, what you know, give us a bit of a hint there as to uh, that's great the question. diversity of the membership. Our definition of an end user is an organ- uh, people that develop infrastructure for their own internal customers. Yeah. So typically hyperscales, finance, big banks. And our definition of um, a partner is somebody that supplies them, supplies the hyperscale gotcha. or the banks. Or people that um, develop infrastructure for external customers rather yeah. than internal. So a lot of the colors, yonder, of course, would be considered a partner. Yeah. Uh, as are uh, Vertiv, Comscope, um, EdgeConnex, mm. Interaction. Yeah. Um, and we've got a mix of about 50% end users, 50% uh, partners. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you attended our end user summit um, in San Jose yeah. a few weeks ago. Yeah. That was just entirely end users. In parallel, we had a yeah. partner summit. But um, I think that's another unique aspect of iMasons. We do have a very high proportion of end users mm. and colos that supply the end users. Yeah. Actually, thinking about it, it I mean, the, the, there was really quite a few landmark um, achievements there at, at the San Jose event, right? A couple of, there was the fundraising. Yep. Which was, what was, how much did you raise in the end then for the scholarship fund? Well, at the end of the end user summit, we had a diversity and inclusion uh, fundraising dinner. Yeah. And we raised 100 grand in one night. Yeah. All went to uh, the scholarship funds. Um, and 50% of our scholarships go to women. Fantastic. In Monaco in June this year, we had another DNI fundraising dinner and we raised 90 grand. Yeah. So that's only 200 grand in just two nights, which is pretty good going. And DNI dinner, not just by name, I think you had the, uh, quite, quite the uh, 50-50 uh, yeah. male and female mix, right? Which was a first. Well, well remembered. That's, as far as we know, that's the first event ever, ever in our industry yeah. where half the people in the room were women. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's an easy thing to, to overlook, but like you say, I, can't, I, I certainly can't think of a time when I've been in any industry event where there's that been high, that, being that high a proportion, I have to say, it was, and it was definitely noticeable. And so, so tell me, so, that, that, so that's interesting. So we, so we know a bit about what the organization set up to do and, and, and roughly about its membership. I suppose, interestingly, th- thinking about the fact that we are here after DCD Dallas and some of the themes that are going on, because of the broad spectrum of your membership, I mean, you, you, you must have you know, a, a really deep pool of kind of insight into some of the trends. Any, any particular hot topics at the moment that, 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 that recur, you know, amongst your various chapters or, 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 or that, are, that, are, that are really persistent themes? You know, uh, we're guided by an advisory council of uh, leaders that run some of the biggest digital infrastructures in the world. Yeah. Um, and whenever these guys meet, which is about four times a year, um, 
they just talk about what's top of mind. Mm. And it's fascinating. Um, we captured these and they're published on our website called yeah. um, Top of Mind or, or, or Thoughts. And um, supply chain is a big issue. Mm. Um, if we are growing by X hundred, X a thousand, supply, there's a lot of pressure on the supply chain. Mm. And um, I think we're going to see a lot more cooperation in the future amongst suppliers. Uh, by cooperations, this you I, I suppose I, I did hear some talk in San Jose about cooperation, meaning actually, in in the name of having better supply and demand balance, people being a bit more open on, on the production side about what capacity they have, and on, on and on the consumption side, people trying to get a bit better at forecasting to, to make sure that there isn't either squandered capacity yeah. or massive oversupply. Forecasting is a big issue for everybody. Yeah, but another big issue is uh, access to resources. Yeah. Uh, I think historically, um, companies sought to get a competitive advantage by controlling a resource. Yeah. But I think in the future, competitive advantage will be uh, achieved by just having access to resources mm. so rather than controlling them. So I think that's going to be a, a trend we'll see. And yeah. again, that, that could drive more cooperation. Yeah. Um, edge, of course, is a big thing. 5G. Um, we think Edge is just going to explode. I think, mm. I think there's, there's not much doubt about that. Uh, we all talk about the applications driving that. It's 5G, which is the main driver, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that's you know, 10 times faster and 100 times of the bandwidth is going to have mm. enormous impacts on uh, the scale of digital infrastructure. Um, because actually, actually my, my observation in San Jose was that there, there were a lot of, I mean, typically, you know, in, in you know, yonder being a hyperscale data center provider, we don't, we we deal with with network folk occasionally, mm-hmm. but I was I was I was surprised. There's a really really quite a large uh, cohort of people at the cutting edge of network, certainly at the at the, at the summit that I was at the, that I was in. So having that, I guess that that's a bit of insight that maybe we wouldn't typically see at some of these events that we that we go to the DCDs of the world. So that, that so this so a lot of this information around the five G and edge is coming from people who are actually on the front line of it. And there's going to be a lot of challenges on bandwidth across yeah. the networks. Um, yeah. And that's why it's so important that iMesas provide a platform for the various network leaders from various companies to come together and talk about how they can collectively address these challenges. Yeah, yeah, because there were, I suppose, most of the people in the room in San Jose were competitors of one form or another. Sure. All in, in reasonably open discussions, which was a very, like you say, people leaving at their, their company at the door and, and, and really collecting that thought leadership. So, so we've got supply chain, you mentioned about 5G and Edge. What else is, 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 a, is top of mind in, in, in 2019? Well, probably the, 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 one of the biggest threats is the talent gap. Mm. Uh, we predict um, that we're going to need probably about 100,000 new people in the industry in the next five years. Really? And our best predictions are that we can probably fill about 20,000 of those requirements. Okay. So it's a huge delta there. So probably the, the biggest single activity I am involved in is um, addressing the talent gap. We're doing a lot of work to make young people more aware of the opportunities in mm. our industry. A lot of young people, they use the phones and are aware of this cloud thing, but they don't really understand yeah. how it works. Or, or the job opportunities, which you know are pretty well paid, and yeah, yeah. interesting. And and how how does that play out? You know how you know how how are you getting this information? Is it, is it going out to schools or colleges, or how is that? Are you, how, how are you getting the message out there? Okay, there's various um, strands to that. We do a lot of work on scholarships that I've mentioned. Mm. Uh, we aim to raise a million dollars for scholarships. We've raised three hundred grand already, and we've got about twenty 
courses that have been approved for scholarships. So people can, young people can apply, not just young people, but anybody can apply yeah. to go on a, on a course. Uh, we had two students um, from SMU here yesterday. Okay. I uh, do the masters. Uh, we do a lot of work with um, Salute, uh, the military veterans. Yeah. There are six of those here today, uh, sorry, yesterday. Um, we are doing videos that we can take to schools. Um, we're also doing a lot of work with IM women, trying to get more women interested. Yeah. And that's why we, we, we're really trying to get a lot of women visible um, at mm. the event of San Jose, because you can't be what you can't see. Yeah, no, and it was very, yeah, with front and center, absolutely, that good on you, and it was uh, and very noticeable. Yeah. Oh, so so the really so it's it's really a, a comprehensive range of all sorts of different ways of, of raising awareness about the industry, the opportunity, the potential upside. Right. We need help, though. We need help. Um, of those twenty courses, I think there's only about ten educational establishments that provide those courses. Right. And they are global. We got ranging from Belgium, Hellhat. Yeah. Ireland, Sligo, IT Sligo, yeah. um, uh, Lulia Technical College. Yeah. But we need more. Yeah. Um, so if anybody listening to this podcast is aware of a college or a university providing courses, not just data center, but anything that could lead to a career yeah. in digital infrastructure, please get in touch. So on, so on that point, so how do, uh, how do people get involved with iMasons in general? Okay. Well, you can become a member. Yeah. Uh, end users don't pay. Uh, so any individual who's developing infrastructure for internal customers, yeah. like a bank, for example, yeah. or a hyperscale, is free. Anybody who wants to uh, join from a, a supplier, it's $99 a year. Yeah. And the website is? It's imasons.org. Okay. And what, are, and what are the next big, you know, if people wanted to kind of meet you or see any of your crew in person, what, 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 are, what are the big uh, events that you have going on in, in Q4 or, or where are you going to be? Uh, well, we're in London um, in two weeks, DCD mm-hmm. London. Uh, the week after that, we're at Africom in Cape Town. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got French chapter dinner, um, also in November. Um, so we've got a very full agenda in terms of events yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and so forth. But um, the, the best thing to do is just go to the website and look at the events page. Yeah. So get to the website, you can sign up, you can you can look at the events, come and meet you and some of you guys in person, since you're guys and girls, you're going to be around, around all of these events. But I mean, I think how passionately you, Dean and Jeff, and everyone kind of talks about it, I mean, the invitation to get involved is, please come and join. Absolutely. It's not some sort of exclusive, you know, club. <laughs> it's no meant to be a team sport, right? Yeah, there's no handshakes. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. It's a very inclusive organization. Um, and yeah. Uh, all welcome. Brilliant. Well, here, thanks for that. And I suppose maybe just before we wrap up, any particular um, any particular trends that, that that were new to you this week? And you know, since we happen to be in, in in DCD Dallas, I picked up on a couple of things. But wondering if there was anything that you detected that was that was new or or or, or uh, evolving. Um, I think I think one theme that we'll see a lot more um, maturing a lot in the next few months is. Um, software-defined data centers. Mm. Uh, there's been a lot of work on virtualization, on the compute, storage, networking, but I think we'll see more advances in terms of software-defined cooling, software-defined power. I think we're gonna see some huge advances in, in battery storage. Yeah, uh, I'm seeing incredible innovations, especially coming out of the US at the moment, in yeah. terms of battery storage and, uh, and cooling. So I think that's gonna be one trend we see a lot more. Yeah. 
I suppose the, the other observation I had from actually from, from both the last time Mason's event in, in, in San Jose and, and actually this week was a really strong focus on on people's health and well-being, both physical and mental health. I mean, Doug from Microsoft did a great talk yesterday, which of course talked about the health and safety stats in, in, in the build phase and, and operations phase of our data centers. Mm. But also, I suppose, maybe maybe a hidden issue, which is coming 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 to the to the fore a little more about these what amount to workers camps which are being set up and you know that, that we have a real obligation as an industry to make sure that the conditions mm. everyone involved in constructing and operating these things are that, that, that they are that they are better than fit for purpose you know mm. but I think I, it was interesting that that, that 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 was brought to the surface it's not you know the, the build phase health and safety is you know is explicit and we talk about it a lot but it seems to be I think mental health and people's overall well-being, it's certainly a big focus for us at Yonder, but I was really pleased to see it being top of mind mm. at both the iMasons event and, and cropping up again this week. This week, And I suppose I'm really hopeful that, that through, you know, through Q4 and through, you know, the next year's conferences as well, we will continue to see a heavy focus there, you know, because I guess to your point, even if we, if we even get the 100,000 people that we need, well, if we don't look after them, hey, we're no better off than, than we are today. Mm. Well, you know, I, I don't know how much of the uh, mental health uh, concerns are driven by stress and pressure yeah. uh, results from this growth. Yeah. It, it really is growing at a white hot pace. Um, and it's not going to, we're not going to see any change for 10, 20, maybe 30 years. This, this incredible growth is something we need to manage uh, yeah. on every level, including the people that support it. Yeah, absolutely. And you've also got to bear in mind that, that there weren't that many data centers around 30, 40 years ago. Mm. A lot of the development we've seen has been people innovating on the run. They've been running at 100 miles an hour, dealing with issues, dealing with challenges, overcoming obstacles, yeah. and innovating on the run. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, yeah I guess, and like you said, the, the, it's the, the scale going up 10x and the pace and so on. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it, it's tempting to be just be running at 100 miles an hour, but yeah, if we're not looking after our people, we really are gonna be stuffed. And it, it's something we put a lot of time and effort in, in, into thinking about. And I suppose it's not an easy problem to solve overnight because it is multivariable. You know, we're asking people to work away from home, often away from their families. Mm-hmm. Like you say, experience a lot of pressure. Um, some people eat, you know, physical stress in the body as well. Some of the, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 the trade contractors and so on who are out there. So it's, I, I suppose what I'm trying to say is, it is a difficult problem to solve. It should feel difficult, but absolutely no reason for us to be avoiding it or, 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 or putting a slack amount of effort into, into trying to solve. You know, we work in a nice industry. There's nice people here. Um, I've got a lot of respect for my colleagues, and I think we just need to take more care of each other. Yeah. Well, what, what, what a great soundbite to, to, to actually uh, finish, finish up the podcast on is look after each other. And I think I have to say, I, I, my experience of... of of uh, my initial interactions with iMason has been exactly as you describe a community feel that people do leave commercial interests and, uh, and, and their companies at the door and you know encouraging more membership and maybe having that broader community support as well will, will, will help on, on, on letting everyone look after each other so we'll leave it on there and safe travels back to London and we'll see you, see you soon. in a few weeks yeah. thanks Thank pal tomorrow tomorrow Constraints, ideas, people, technology, F, limited, thinking, defining, tomorrow, without constraints.
Podcast.